0: Welcome back to The Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search The Rob O'Donnell Show. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature controlled, and high security at just a few. Visit RoadScholar.com. It's 510 here on Election Day. Tuesday, November 7th, 2023, 60 degrees outside. Um, Paul Michaels just brought to my attention that we are having an issue in Pennsylvania in uh, Northampton County. This is being reported by the v- lehighvalleynews.com that a flaw in Northampton County's voting machines forced multiple polling places to turn to provisional ballots Tuesday morning. A programming error with the county's ES&S ExpressVote XL machines, is causing votes to flip when voters split their vote on retention questions for Superior Court judges. If a voter casts a yes vote for one of the incumbents but a no for the other, the vote comes out flipped, Northampton County Executive Lamont McClure said. McClure categorized the error as relatively minor and stressed all votes will be counted. But he expressed his frustration that the mistake wasn't caught during pre-election testing. I'm livid at the election, folks, and ESNS, McClure said. LehighValleyNews.com staff found poll workers across the county pulled their machines offline and relied on provisional ballots when the error was discovered in the early hours after voting precincts opened. After the first few reports, county officials texted all locations to keep workers informed, according to the county news release. But Northampton County Judge Abe Cassis ruled Tuesday morning that the county could continue to use the machines, McClure said. In cases where the error would pop up for the retention question, the county would flip the results during the post-election canvas. This followed the recommendation by the Pennsylvania Department of State, McClure said. Glenn Geisinger, chair of the Northampton County Republican Committee, said his party intends to appeal the decision. They say the problems began early. The flaw began, appears to be discovered relatively quickly by 8.30, 90 minutes after the polling polls opened. Voting machines had already cast aside in multiple polling places. So that's going on in Northampton County as reported by the Lehigh News.com And again, these are the ES&S machines, specifically the ES&S Express Vote XL machines. So be careful what you vote, especially with these electronic voting machines. Thankfully, where I am, they're paper ballots and you circle in the oval, put them through the scanning machine, you get your number, and you're done. But just uh, be make sure that when you're clicking on something, it's staying what you're clicking it on, something to look out for. Go to the phones now. We have uh, Joe from Berwick on Wilkesbury Council. Joe.
1: Uh, hello, Rob. Hey, I'd like to just start by saying uh, if anybody's hoping for a positive outcome from the Republican judicial races, uh, your candidates are too conservative and don't support abortion. You'll never win. That's a that's a little inside joke there for Nikki if she's listening. She knows what I'm talking about.
0: I was listening. I I, I heard it.
1: I know. But in all seriousness, uh, when you did that interview earlier, uh, it, it 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 was absolutely amazing. I mean, you should win some kind of award for that because. That is an example of what journalism is, and you're not a journalist. You're a retired police officer, and yet when you did, you, you didn't attack that person. You didn't ask leading questions. She was probably even saying some things that you know you personally agree with, but yet the the, the point is, you simply ask her to prove the veracity of her claims, and 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 and, 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 and nothing more. And and that's what ought to be done every single time, which doesn't get done because all these, you know, the the, the mainstream media is basically uh, stenographers for the Democrat Party, more or less. So but I, I wanted to really, you know, congratulate you on what a great job you did with that.
0: Well, I appreciate you. And if you take notice, Joe, I don't get many calls from the Republican candidates running, too, because they know I'm going to ask them tough questions as well.
1: Yeah, I I could very well see that. I I think you you're probably on to something there. That's uh and that's something bad about them really.
0: But um, all right, well thank you. Did um, you get I, out and vote? I, I know yeah, when you I called Nikki's vote. show earlier, you said you weren't out yet. Did you were you able to get out to vote yet?
1: Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I did. I drove my uh I I drove my John Deere tractor down to my polling place and I voted. Did you really? Yes, I did. I was busy Splitting firewood, and I was on the tractor, so it's close enough. I just drove down there
0: and voted. That's great. I wish you would have got a picture. You could have sent it to me. I would have loved to post that. Oh, (laughs) if if somebody sends you a picture of that, please forward it to me because that's great. You drove your John Deere. There's nothing more American than that, my friend.
1: Well, yeah, okay. If I get hold of anything, I'll let you know. Thank you, Rob. I
0: appreciate it, Joe. You have a great night. All
1: right. Yep, you too. Thank you.
0: All right, so, you know, we've been talking about—and I'm not going to mention their name, but we, we had the Nashville shooter of the Covington Christian School back in uh, March, March 27th. There was a mass shooting. Killed uh, six people, three students and three staff. And uh, parts of the manifesto, which has been under court order to uh, not—the the FBI and the local police don't want it released. And understanding why, and they say it will promote copycats. I don't see reading through it how it promotes copycats. Now the families said that they didn't want it released till after the school year ended, which was uh, the middle of June. And the school year has ended. And now it's a lawsuit. There's multiple media organizations, including the Associated Press, the, the uh, Association of Journalists, um, multiple police or so the, the National Association of Police. Are part of the lawsuit to have it released. And the detail in the planning for this is what gets me and the three page and again, this is three of probably this is only three percent of what's out there. There are multiple journals, there are multiple writings. This is just three snapshots of this person's mindset leading up to this and what they want to do. And, again, I'm not going to mention their name who uh, performed the shooting. It's not worthy of, of my, my acknowledgement of who they are. But each one is named Death Day on the top. Big letters, Death Day. And the one of the others is Kill Those Kids with three exclamation points. I'm going to go. They had a schedule, a, a, they had a schedule for the day starting at 630. Wake up. 7 a.m., get dressed. 7.05 to 8.55. Uh, Part of it's obscured, but then it says with stuffed animals and possessions. 9 a.m., eat breakfast at home. 9.30, pack up special belongings in backpack. Special belongings would be the guns and ammunition. 9.50, test knife for glass breaker. Dad's old cars. So I guess she had some sort of glass breaker, you know, that that shattered windows. 10 o'clock, leave for Royal Range, 19 to 20 minutes. 10.20, gear up, setting up guns in trunk, assemble and get get out vest with magazines inside. 11.20, final videotape. 11.35, leave for the Covenant School. 12 p.m., arrive at Covenant. Check parking lot for security. 12.05, arrive in designated parking space. 12.05 to 12.10, prepare for attack. 12, it looks like 15 or 10, it's, it's out. Lock and load all weapons. 12.37, open fire. Towards, and it says something. And at the end, it says time to die. That's the schedule that was laid out for this. And again, I've had this for three days now, and until the Nashville Police Department, through their press release this morning, said that these are, they're investigating that these are unauthorized releases of the, and confirmed that they are valid. Now, a lot of it, again, the next page is a death day, written on top with a picture of a gun. And the gun has the flowers on it. And you remember the gun that they had that day had flowers painted on it. Today is the day. The day has finally come. I can't believe it's here. Don't know how I was able to get this far, but I'm here I am. I'm a little nervous, but excited too. Been excited for the past two weeks. There's been several times I could have been caught, especially back in the summer of 2021. None of that matters now. I'm almost an hour and seven minutes away. Can't believe I'm doing this, but I'm ready. I hope my victims aren't. My only fear is if anything goes wrong, I'll do my best to prevent any, uh. can't say, God let my wrath take over my anxiety. It might be 10 minutes. It might be three to seven minutes. It's going to be quick. I hope I have a high death count, ready to die, ha-ha, and then wrote their name. That's part of, uh, part of their manifesto of the shooting of the Covenant Christian School in Nashville back in uh, 2023. Now, obviously, you can see there's severe mental issues here, but you can also make no mistake that their intent was to kill children. And uh, the la- the last letter, which I'll get into in a little bit will uh, will prove that point It kind of sends it home and again this is three pages out of probably a 100 pages so it's three percent of what has been written out there. this is what's released but it just goes to show you the disturbing nature the planning could have been caught as far back as 2021. The shooting took place in March 27th of 2023. For years, this was planned. Now, we know from investigation that they surveilled other locations, like malls and such like that, but said there was too much police presence. They were too, too security was too high. So they chose this. And we're going to get into the last letter, which is probably the most unbelievable part of it. So, uh, you know, we'll get into that when we come back from the break, uh, Frank, I know you're on hold. I'll get to you as soon as I get back from the commercial break. But right now it's uh, 522 in
2: time for traffic and weather. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> this traffic update is brought to you by Data Internet. It's a very quiet Tuesday evening. There are no major backups, not even too much slowing on 81. You might dip a little below the speed limit through the Scranton area, but it doesn't look bad and we don't have any reports of any accidents. Whenever you see a traffic problem call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK traffic.
0: Thank you Nikki. Here's the storm tracker 16 forecast from chief meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight becoming partly cloudy and cold, low 36. Wednesday mix of sun and clouds and chilly high 45. Thursday, spotty showers early, partly sunny in the afternoon, high 55. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 55. Again, it's 57 degrees outside at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. On this election day, let us know how you're doing out there. Did you vote? Who did you vote for if you want to let us know? Who are you not voting for? Let us know if you had any issues. Let us know if everything went smooth. And, uh... Let us know what you want for the future of not only your town, your county, Pennsylvania, and the nation. It's uh, 527, almost 528 here, 57 degrees outside. Let's go to the phones now. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. We have uh, Frank from Old Forge on the polls. Frank, how are you?
3: Uh, Rob, in the land of the free and the home of the brave, uh, I'm looking at the, the turnout for this election. And and have we given up is the question. Uh, I'm up here in Scranton, and there's just—there's there's, there's nobody coming out. It's been dead for the whole afternoon, and at 5 o'clock here, people getting out of work, 5.30 almost, still dead. Now, most of them—this is a come-to-Jesus moment for the Republicans, because, you know, the election has pretty much been completed by the mail-in ballot by the Democrats. So if we're dependent on Election Day turnout, as evidenced by today— It's over. You're you're not you're not going to win.
0: Lackawanna County had a 10 to 1 ratio from Democrat to Republican mail in votes. It was 10,000 and something to 1,800.
3: Just we have. You know what? My, My posse, I had to make sure that my mom, my dad, everybody got out. I had to pick them up. So I'm just saying next year. It's the mail-in ballot. We start with the primary and then head to the general, but we're we're not going to make it if we do not embrace this, this mail-in because I'm going to go and vote at the poll and, and my wife is, but the rest, you know, it's not that high of a priority, and it, it's easy to do, so there's a lot at stake. But here's an observation. Most of the older people that I've seen coming into the polls, they were maskless. The younger kids, the younger people coming in, with the mask so there's definitely i'm going to tell you that the media somehow is having a more detrimental effect on the youth as evidenced by your manifest rob i hadn't heard that manifesto read as as you were just reading it been busy with the elections but that's what happens the seeds of hate are sown like this is this is some big stuff that we've we better get our arms around this and you know the media is definitely one of the one of the problems here, it just it just blows thing out, things out of proportion. But, you know, the first point is, hey, get out and vote and mail it in. And the second point is we got to watch what's being beamed out on the airwaves because it's, you know, we're not in COVID COVID confines anymore. Yet I see these young people coming to vote with a mask on, and that's there's a demarcation between th- those generations.
0: Listen, big media knows that this, today's youth and even today's adults they read the headline in the first two sentences, and that's all they need to get out. It could be that's why these headlines are totally off the wall when it comes to what they're talking about. When you read down the story, the second or third paragraph, it's basically debunks their whole headline. And, but they know that these with these college kids, that's what they do. They're busy. Hey, they saw this on Snapchat. They saw this on, on TikTok. They saw it here. They saw the headline, and, and they read a sentence yeah. or two. And that's where they get their news from. That's why anyone who listens to me, I say, listen, find a topic that I talk about. Do your research. Look at it from different points of view. Get it from different angles. Get your own perspective. Because I, I know well, we're already talking about next year with the big national elections, but this yeah. this election today, I've been talking about it all day, affects our day-to-day lives. Our town councils, our boroughs, our county commissioners, these judges in Pennsylvania are imperative. Uh, th- this is what affects us, our school districts, our school boards. This is what yeah. our day-to-day life affects us. I mean, we you know... L- look at who we have as a, as a senator. Well, both senators in Pennsylvania. They, yeah. they do little for yeah. us. You know, does it really affect me day-to-day life? Am I going to go home and I'm going to say, Jesus, I don't believe John Fetterman's my—look at look at the things in my house. No, I'm not. It's not going to bother me. Even Joe Biden, as reckless as he is, as as what a train wreck he is, you know, does it really affect me day-to-day? Yes, I worry about it. Yes, I talk about it because that's what I do for a living. But these school districts, these county, these borough councils, the, 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 this is what affects our day-to-day activities, Every moment of our day, our properties, our most prized possession—that's something we worked for our entire lives. Our homes, you know, our school kids, yep. our ki- our children in school. This is the fight we need to have. It's why I'm telling people you got to get it. They were expecting only a thirty-something percent, thirty-two to thirty-seven percent turnout for this election in Pennsylvania. We have to get I out there.
3: It'll be less, and you're right. It's a cumulative effect. If these politicians did things that would destroy things overnight, you would be shocked into it and say, "Wait a minute!" But now we have arrived. We're here, and if we don't, we don't reverse course or change course. Yeah, it's all of us, Rob.
0: Yep. Yep. We have to get out there, Frank. So hopefully, people wise up. They have a, what? Two and a half more hours. Two and a half, and a half more, more hours, hours to do and it.
3: 2024 starts. The campaign for 2024 starts in two and a half hours, Rob.
0: It does, Franco. I appreciate you checking in.
3: <laughs> yep, thanks.
0: Thank you. It's 5:32 uh, here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. Hey, you're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio on this election day, November 7th. It's uh, 538, 57 degrees outside. Got some check-ins. I was number nine voter at Jackson Township. Shavertown, no problems at all. Low volume of peeps when I was there. Pastor Mitch. Thanks for checking in, Pastor Mitch. Um, Three voting machines out of four not working at Firehouse in Hanover Township. Got an individual saying, hey, Rob, I still wear a mask when I go out. I wear a mask when I went to vote. I don't care what other people think or say. The virus doesn't listen to other people. Maybe the mask makes no difference or not. However, I'm, I would imagine, not vaccinated. I have not gotten COVID. I know people who are vaccinated, boosted, who don't wear a mask, who's gotten COVID. And uh, some have gotten COVID more than once. Hey, listen, if you want to wear a mask, that's on you. It's up to you. Your personal preference. My issue. My, my only issue with masks is somebody telling me I have to do it. But if you want to wear it, I've said from the start, hey, have at it. I don't. It doesn't affect me one way or another. Feel free to wear it. The uh, I, I, before the breaks, I said we had the the last page of the manifesto that has been released, and again, this is just a small portion of the to- total manifesto that's been been released but this is one of the most egregious let's say the most troubling it was written on february 3rd of 2023 almost two months before the actual shooting starts off with kill those kids with three explanation points those crackers going to private fancy schools with those fancy khakis and sports backpacks with their it started to say mothers or moms and then it was crossed out with their daddy's Mustangs and cover and convertibles. F-U-little-S. I wish to shoot your weak butt. She didn't use the word butt. And your mop yellow hair. Want to kill all you little crackers. Bunch of little. She uses a, um, a gay expletive. With your white privileges F-U, and again with the gay slander, starting with the word F. And that was written almost two months before the shooting took place. And that's the third page of what was released by... And I know I got some text messages. And I said I wasn't going to say their name, and I wasn't going to identify them. So I'm not using there for any other reason than... They're not worthy of my identification. So there's no agenda there. I'm not looking at pronouns or anything like that. I could care less. But... The person who did this, killing six people, and wrote this monstrous um, thoughts just shows that uh, we have a mental health, serious mental health problem, and we need to really look at it and who is affected by it the most here. And the fact that you have authorities, including the FBI, looking to not put this out there so people can see and make their judgment for themselves is porn as far as I'm concerned. It's uh, 541 here at WILK. It's time for traffic and weather.
2: Thanks, Rob. This traffic update brought to you by Pentel, the data Internet. Not much to report. We have no major accidents, no major slowing, no backups. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570 883 7269. Nikki Stone, W I L K traffic.
0: Getting tired, Nikki? It's
2: boring. <laughs> it's boring. There's nothing out there, which nothing is good. Keep me bored. Well,
0: there's plenty. There's no reason for anybody not to go vote. There's no traffic out there. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron tonight. Becoming partly cloudy and cold, low 36. Wednesday, mix of sun and clouds and chilly, high 45. Thursday, spotty showers and partly sunny in the afternoon, high 55. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 55. It's currently 56 degrees and clear outside, mostly clear. At uh, 542 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell show on W.I.L.K. News Radio. It's 547, 56 degrees on this election day. Make sure you get out. You got a little over two hours to get your vote. Somebody said uh, they just voted in Snydersville, Monroe County. Very busy. That's good to hear. It's partly dark in my neighborhood. This standard time is going to make some getting used to. Yeah, it's it stinks getting out of the office now after the show and, it being dark outside, but it is getting lighter a little earlier. And uh, remember, the the uh, worst is behind us. I think we what do we gain gain some time now each day? But it's getting. I think sunset for our area is just before five o'clock now. So uh, I'm trying to read this text message. It came in in too many pieces. Can't even figure it out. If you want to get it in before we go, you got about five minutes. You have 570 Let's go to uh, Tony from Pittston on men and women's sports. A little change of subject there, Tony. Did you, did you vote today?
4: Dude, I, it's a long time ago. Okay. Like, early, early. Rob, listen, they have this, this, this subversive explanation in Massachusetts on that, what the Equal Rights Amendment meant. Did you see the story where this kid, probably about ninety to one hundred pounds heavier, this man playing high school women's field hockey, and he hit a shot and he hit a little girl in the mouth and knocked all her teeth out? Did you hear that story? I did did
0: see that. I did see that, and it's it's outrageous that this is being allowed to happen, and adults are allowing it to happen.
4: Listen, here's my point. So all these, I guess, the parents and all the girls that were there. They were all just horrified at what happened because obviously, you know, it probably didn't look that nice. But this is what these people want. So when something bad goes wrong, they're the first one. You can't have it both ways. You you know, it's like it's it's either good or it's bad. It's either this or that. You can't have it both ways. You can't say this is a wonderful thing and then something goes bad. Well, why did you let us do this for? It's
0: crazy, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, On a good note of what you're talking about, since you brought up this subject, did did you see the national swim team where the girls said that if they allow Leah Thomas to either just try out for the team, that they will all quit the team, the entire team for the United States national team?
4: God bless them. I buy them all a coffee. That is a man, period, in the story, He has no business being in a pool with women. Okay? Nope. Nope. And it's like, and we're the bad guys. We are, the, Rob. We are the people that are the radical crazies. Really? Why? Because we know there's a difference between a man and a woman. Go see it. Go see. Go see a, a woman giving birth. I'll tell you how what, what the differences are. <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? I do. I, I do. I, you know, I have two daughters. You know, and I also have a son, and they've all played sports. They've all been very integral in sports. And, and you know, my son and daughter are both in the military. Where, hey. You know, once you put on that uniform, you're, you're one and the same. But that doesn't take gender into account. It takes your ability. It takes you know what, what your assignment is. You know, if you're going to charge a hill, or if you're going to do whatever you're going to do, or if your ship is flooding and you need to do damage control, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you're a man or a woman. You need to get it done. But when it comes to our high school and athletic sports, college sports, collegiate sports, or even professional sports. It's just not. You could be whoever you want to be. I could care less who you want to be, who May you want also. to say you are. But that's you. That's not the rest of the world. That's not everyone around you. It, it, you know, like I said, if I want to pretend I'm a bird, I can walk around and I can, I can make bird sounds. I can eat bird food. I can dress the way I want to dress until I stop flapping my hands and smacking everybody to the right and left of me. Then it's a problem.
4: Yeah, I think at that point your wife might suggest a
0: psychiatrist, Rob, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking as well. But, you know, the right, way things brother. are going, I may be out in front of the station acting like a bird soon. Uh, knock yourself out. Whatever Fletcher. your boat,
4: Rob. Great talking to you, Thanks brother. Thanks for calling in, Tony. All right, buddy. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. Um, Yeah, I can't even read that text message here. You're warped. But we'll close it off with something positive here. A top strategist. Democrat strategist says that Biden doesn't have the numbers to win re-election. No path forward. And this is coming from uh, Dick Morris, a former advisor to Democrat former president Bill Clinton. Told the Post on Tuesday, there is no path forward for Biden at this point. Morris suggests that the Democratic National Committee may see the writing on the wall and refuse to give Biden delegates opening the door for another Democrat such as the California governor, Gavin Newsom, or the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. Henry Olson, a veteran political analyst and senior fellow with the Ethics and Policy Public Policy Center, said it may be interesting, it may be in the interest of the Democratic Party for Biden to drop out, although only if there is a reliable alternative who is center-left like Biden. I would wouldn't classify Biden as center left, but yeah, you he used to be. I mean, look at everything he said up until he ran for president this time around. I mean, look at his 2008 policies. I read them here. Remember, he didn't want same-sex marriages. He didn't want gays in the military. He didn't want a lot of things. But now, you know, he's uh, he's there with the left. He's not center left, but. When veteran political strategists say that the president just doesn't have the numbers to win re-election in 2024, and then we look at recent polls that say Donald Trump is beating Joe Biden in four or five out of the six battleground states, I think them all, but Wisconsin. In Pennsylvania, I think it was four or five points. In Arizona, I think it was 10 points. And if you put... Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis up against Biden, they are beating him in those states as well. So putting all your eggs in the Joe Biden basket, is that going to be a good thing? Or are you going to grind yourself to a halt? Because they said uh, you know, the New York Times Siena college poll showed Biden trailing Trump. We just talked about it. Here it is. I'm sorry, 10 percentage points in Nevada. Trump beats him by six points in Georgia, five points in Arizona, five points in Michigan, and five points in Pennsylvania. Biden topped his 77-year-old predecessor in Wisconsin by a margin of only two points. Again, these are polls, and I'll be the first to say, look at the midterms, where we were supposed to have this big red wave, and that's all all the polls were saying, and it didn't happen. Are things so bad? In our personal lives, as far as economy goes, as far as life goes, illegal immigration, everything that's going on, businesses, to where people will say, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump. I'm talking about Democrats. And when they get in there, they're going to vote with their wallets. They're going to vote with their investments. They're going to vote with their mortgages, their car loans, and say, I just can't deal with the Joe Biden anymore. And I mean, and, and anybody, look, look at Joe Biden over the past two years. Anyone who can say that he's going to last another four years and be cognitive enough to be the commander in chief, especially in a wartime, because that's what this is. There are two wars that we are involved with by proxy, like it or not. China is knocking on the door. In the Pacific. You know, are we going to be head to head with Iran in, in the next days, weeks, months? We'll see. But does do you really want a Joe Biden at the helm for that? I mean, all this started under him, at the helm. We'll have to see. But when Democrat strategists like a Dick Morris is saying he has no path to win in twenty twenty four, I'd start taking that seriously if I was a Democrat. But keep saying that it's uh, definitely going to win. It's definitely. It's five fifty-six here at Wilk. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell show on this election day, Tuesday, November seventh, twenty twenty-three. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell show on Wilk News Radio. Almost wrapping up the show now. Hopefully, you get out there and vote. Two hours left. Make your voice heard. I didn't want to read this, you know, but I, I was contemplating it. This text message I got, but I, I, I need you listeners out there to know that people like this walk amongst us in Northeast Pennsylvania. Here's a text message I got in regards to the manifesto that I read. They didn't want to release it because it's not a mental health issue. People are sick of all these rich white families and their privilege of generational wealth obtained through evil acts and their ancestors. That's that others are still suffering for today, and it's becoming more and more obvious. This person is literally agreeing with the savage that opened fire at the covenant site. Um, I just don't get it, but I think it's important for us to know that people like that who think like that are amongst us in Northeast Pennsylvania. Hey, guys, it's the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Good show today. We're going to talk about the results tomorrow, but get out there and vote, really. Today's the day-to-day grind that you have to get done with our local officials. God bless. Be safe. We'll do it again tomorrow.